getting closer to the end of our special limited series, Pilates for Women in Midlife, with me as your host, Heike Yates. And today we're tackling a topic that's the key to long-term success, making Pilates a habit. You've learned the basics, started your practice at home, and even learned how to avoid common mistakes. But how do you take it from being a sometimes activity to a consistent part of your wellness routine? In today's episode, we'll explore actionable steps and strategies to make Pilates a lifelong habit so dear to my heart. So if you're ready to commit to a healthier, stronger you through Pilates, this episode is a must listen. Let's dive into our featured content. Welcome to a special limited edition of the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I'm your host, Heike Yates, and I'm thrilled to introduce a series that's going to transform your relationship with fitness, and it's called Pilates for Women in Midlife. I can't wait to dive into the content with you that I'll be sharing in this limited edition. If you've been following me, you know I just love, love, Pilates and recommend it for any of my clients. And all of my programs are based on Pilates movements and include Pilates exercises. But you may think that you can do Pilates only on those machines that you've seen and that look more like torture machines. And you see them while walking by a Pilates studio, perhaps. And you're pretending not to look in the window because who wants to be obvious? But you're intrigued and want to try Pilates as a woman over 50, as you've heard such good things about Pilates. You know, there's so many benefits to adding Pilates to your workout. Pilates helps with back pain, makes you stand taller, focuses on strong and lean muscles, and helps with flexibility because honestly, We just don't stretch enough. And it also creates a strong core. And all of this with low impact. As you probably can tell, I'm a huge fan of Pilates. And I've been teaching Pilates for over 20 years. All my clients, online, in person, anybody I've ever come across with. And you can ask the Montgomery County Roadrunners if you live in Maryland, too, because They got Pilates for me as well as their running coach. So I teach everybody how to incorporate Pilates into what they're doing, their daily activities, without using those machines. It is nice to have access to them, but they're not a must-have to reach your health goals and fitness goals. If you are not in love with Pilates just after this intro, You will be by the end of this episode. Love, love Pilates. And you will be able to incorporate it into your lifestyle. And you don't have to go to a studio, which is great. If you have one, do it. But if not, that's okay too. As I just recently found out from a friend of mine, when we started talking about Pilates, she she said, Heike, I thought I had to go to a Pilates studio with the machines. Otherwise, I couldn't do Pilates. And 
She lives in an area that's quite remote and has to drive, I think, about 35, 40 minutes to get to the studio. But COVID had uh, closed the studio. And so she signed up for a bunch of classes, but had no idea that she could actually do Pilates in the convenience of her home or wherever she is in the world. So for her, this was a big aha moment. And I'm like, yeah, you can do Pilates without equipment. All you need is your body, maybe a yoga mat or a towel and a little bit of space to do the exercises on the mat. And again, I have a what's called a brick and mortar studio here in Maryland where I see people in person, but I still have a lot of people that I work with through Zoom. One-on-one, I coach them from wherever they are in the world, and we do Pilates, and they may not have uh, the equipment. They may have a Dynaband or nothing, and we will incorporate Pilates into their exercise program, but also in how to apply Pilates daily, and that's part of what I also want to share with you today. But first, let's dive into, before I get too excited, three compelling reasons to start Pilates. Pilates is ideal for women over 50 as it's low impact and effective in strengthening, lengthening, and toning the entire body through controlled movements. Pilates is different if you're used to reps and sets from the gym because at the gym you would say, oh, I do three sets of 8, 10, 12 reps with a weight, with a band, whatever it is. Pilates usually, not usually, Pilates does limit the repetitions to three, five, or eight per movement. So if you have heard of Pilates, you would do the roll-up where you roll up to touch your toes or you're sitting on the floor three times, maybe five times. Usually for a beginner, I let them do the repetitions more often because there's a lot to think about and to organize, as I like to call it, to do each movement. And as I mentioned, doing movement with precision. Of course, Joseph Pilates was a German. I'm a stickler to precision and good work. I'm German too. I don't know if there's anything to do with it, but that's okay. It is about doing things the best way you can. Because as we know, perfectionism stops us in the tracks. If a movement is not perfect, then it's not right. And you keep doing it over and over and over and over will not make the movement better. It will make you more tired and less successful in doing that particular movement. But there are some things that are important when you do the exercises. So precise movements are vital to getting the most effective workout without strain. In no particular order, here are the three compelling reasons why I would urge you to start Pilates. Number one, Pilates is a whole body workout. Think of it like a plank or a push-up. Using your whole body, With Pilates, you also connect the mind and body. The body and mind are really working together during a Pilates workout. Nothing is wasted. You're thinking about the movement. The exercises focus on core, which is everything but your arms, upper and lower body strength, and flexibility. 
There's a lot of attention to breathing in Pilates. Every movement has a breath, as I like to call it. There is never breath holding, like when you imagine you're pushing a heavy weight away, where you go, and you hold your breath. That's not what Pilates is. It's an inhale to an exhale. And sometimes you hear me say that in the movement, or in my teaching classes that I teach, that why I say, okay, take a cleansing breath in and out and prepare. Or inhale, prepare, exhale, move. I know I say this a lot, but it just sets the tone to connect your body with your mind, getting the brain wrapped around of what we're doing next. Alignment is another important part of Pilates, that we're aligning the entire body. And all this combined is helping with your posture and promotes strength-balanced use of all muscles flexibility, and an improved range of movement. That's why Pilates is great for aging, for our aging population, like me and you, but also for athletes looking to stay pain-free or improve performance. And just this morning, I worked with one of my clients who has trouble with her hip. She's a runner, has stopped running because of her hip issues, And we're now working on how effectively align her body during her run. And if anybody is listening that knows me, you know, I always say, use your butt ski because most of the time our glutes are underused, but they're also part of the core to use for running and standing and walking and all hiking, all these activities, super important. So think about If you're a runner or walker, the best position in the Pilates body, as I like to call it, you want to breathe, you want to align, you want to be efficient in your movement. And so that's what we worked on this morning. And a very common phrase in Pilates is lean into the wind. So we're engaging our belly. We're not sticking our butt out. This goes for walkers too. And effectively move our arms as we're using the whole body to do Pilates. And I use running as an example or walking. And as I said, Pilates is for every day. Number two, anyone can do Pilates. Pilates is for anyone regardless of age, size, or fitness level. The foundational exercises of Pilates are the same for everyone and apply to you and your body. With the focus on proper alignment and building a solid core and the mind-body connection. Many people think that yoga is that mind-body connection, but I also feel that we can find it in Pilates. Once we are familiar with the exercises, we can adapt to the breath, or the breath adapts to the movement, and we can make it really mindful as we're not rushing through the things and and what I call speed a lot is get things done really fast, really hard, get things done. No, we're mindful. We're aware of our body, especially as we're getting older. We need to really pay attention to what happens when we do something and not mindlessly just do, as I like to call it. You know, there are hundreds of Pilates exercises and modifications and the exercises can be tailored to your needs. Now, if you're thinking, 
I have scoliosis, which is a deviation of the spine. So instead of the spine being straight, it has an S-curve. Pilatus is ideal for those of you who have spinal conditions that need strengthening and alignment, to use just an example. And everything, again, is low impact, and there is no what I like to call like the earth movement where you're pushing and you're pulling, but being aggressive about it. So no matter where you start Pilates, whether you have any physical ailments, whether you just want to stay in shape or get back into shape, Pilates is the way to go. Number three, Pilates boosts your energy. Many of us hold our breath. We're stressed. We, we breathe shallow. We barely notice that we're breathing. So Pilates focuses on the breath and we think about this as circulation. So we're taking a deep breath in through the nose and exhale out through the mouth. Now you can do this little exercise at home that you inhale and count along as you breathe in. See if you can count in, uh, breathe in through the nose at the count of eight. See how far you get. And then exhale gently, not forcefully, but gently by going with an open mouth. And I know people are like, oh, I don't want to open my mouth. This is not polite. Try it. Creating the least amount of tension as you're breathing. Joseph Pilates said that breathing in through the nose cleans the air so you get better air quality into your lungs and then as you exhale you expel all the toxins out of your body i like that idea and there's more to the breath than i want to talk about today but just start noticing what kind of breather you are are you breathing in eight counts and are you slowly exhaling for eight counts is that difficult for you could you work on that a little bit more, which also reduces anxiety and stress? I sure you can. I know you can. So how do we get started with Pilates? It is never too late to start Pilates. My youngest client was eight years old. My oldest client is 93. So it's never too late to start. If you're interested in taking it up, in improving your health and fitness, the first thing to do is decide which style is best for you. Do you want to do the equipment or is the mat workout more convenient for you? Maybe you want to get all out in the entire repertoire or perhaps you're just instead want to dip your toes into equipment-free sessions first. It's all there for you. There's no right or wrong answer. Check out my post, Pilates Over 50, is it too late to start where I give you a lot more pointers around how to get started with Pilates. But Pilates, as I said a minute ago too, is, doesn't stop at the mat or with the equipment. Taking the Pilates principles into your day will help you be more mindful and functional in many daily tasks you do. Picking up your grandkids, gardening, lugging your suitcase, or any fitness activity by engaging your core and shows you how to actually do that. Because there's so many words we will talk about navel to spine that you may not 
know where to start. So here we go. The three ways to incorporate Pilates over 50 into your day and make it a habit. Pilates has so many benefits for women over 50. You don't have to wait for your Pilates class to once a week to benefit from the Pilates principles. So here's some super easy or three easy tips to incorporate Pilates into your day that I think you can start right now. Okay, breathing. I knew I was going to come back to that. Breathing is life. So let's dive into breathing. Breathing is something so simple to get better at. But we forget to breathe. Can you relate? My clients usually smile when I stop them after a moment. And as I, as I said, call inhale and exhale for nothing. Take a deep breath and just chill out and relax for a moment. So do nothing. What does that mean? That means you stop everything you're doing and just take a deep breath. Instead of keeping trying to fix the breath that goes with the movement, or if you secretly hold your breath, Heike will never know how to do, or will never know that you're holding your breath. But I always do, whether you're with me in person or I see you on Zoom. I always notice. I mean, I've been teaching that for 20 years. So we tend to hold our breaths when we're stressed. And that also relates to exercise and that increases not only our stress but also our cortisol levels. Here's a super important tip. Practice your Pilates breath when you're feeling low on energy or when you're stressed. Do the what I say, inhale, exhale for nothing, just take a pause. Take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, don't jump right into whatever's stressing you out. Don't jump into, hold, continue holding your breath and not thinking about why you're holding your breath right now. Imagine you're mad at somebody and the first thing we do is we're holding our breath or we're frustrated. We hold our breath, it holds our emotions. Let go of that. Do a deep inhale and exhale for nothing. Do five of them. Yeah, I'm increasing the times five times before you take action, before you get mad at somebody, before you continue to stress out, before you continue to say something that you didn't mean because you're just stressed. Number two is mind your posture. Many of us sit or stand with hunched shoulders and head forward on our computers, desktops, or smartphones. Unfortunately, this habit also translates into our sports and makes us more prone to injuries as the body is not in the ideal alignment. But you can apply the Pilates alignment cues that help with that. This is what I taught my client this morning and what I used to teach when I was a running coach for my Montgomery County Roadrunners. Stand tall. Do that with me. If you're not driving, if you're not doing all kinds of other things, stand up, stand tall, whatever that means to you. Balance weight on your feet by slightly leaning forward, as we call it, into the wind, forward from the ankles, not sticking out your butt. Stretch your head towards the sky, which I call a long swan neck. Let your arms hang by your side. 
Put your hand on below the belly button and put your hand there as you pull gently your navel to spine, as we call it in Pilates. And I just did air quotes, I noticed, because our bodies are aligned differently than the gut, than guys. So we're not quite below navel to spine, but below the navel to spine. And then imagine you're looking at the horizon of the ocean. This, in essence, is good posture, which is great for walking, sitting, running, swimming, gardening, all these activities that you do in your day. All you have to think about is, what did she just say? Stand tall, balance your weight, lean into the wind, give me the swan neck and wear your crown, arms hang by your side loosely so there's no tension in the neck, pull the belly button in just a little bit, and look straight ahead, somewhere ahead of you. It can be done. It will take a little bit of time. It will take a little bit of effort to remember at least one or the other. But if you notice you're sticking out your butt, you're not there just yet. And finally, number three, balance. As we age, we lose balance, and it's harder to avoid falls. If you're in your early 50s and you're listening to this, you probably think it's not me, but not so fast because I do work with all age groups and I notice that more and more people have no balance earlier in their ages. So in their 30s and 40s and 50s, Pilates teaches the balance, balanced use of the entire body. And you can practice that daily. So it's not only uh, standing on one leg, but you could do that. So maybe start with standing on one leg. That's the easiest one that we can do anywhere in a grocery store, whatever, brushing our teeth. Brushing our teeth is a good time to do that. Um, And to find your best part, posture standing on one leg with the things that I just talked about. So let's build your balance from the ground up. Start with number two, which was mind your posture. So with all the things I've talked about, find your best posture and start with that one leg standing thing. The other leg is bent next to your body. And you try to hold this for up to two minutes. This is a long time. If you get bored, do one leg at a time for a minute. I get it. It's not the super most sexiest exercise, but... Think of the tree pose in yoga. That's also a good example to do that. So when you're standing on one leg, just try to stand and observe what happens. Are you still breathing? Which was number one. Are you sticking out your butt? Are you wobbling a lot? Which is a sign of that you're not engaging your core, your glutes, your abs, everything else. And if you're wobbling, it could be that you're leaning forward. So think about when you're doing your balance exercises. It could be calf raises. Calf raises is a great one. Imagine you're doing calf raises with both legs. So you just lift your heels off the ground, up and down. See how balanced you are or not. Do your ankles roll out? Can you keep your big toes on the floor and still come up high? Listen. You will be surprised how difficult 
this exercise is calf raises. And I used to do calf raises at the gym when I was a bodybuilder with weights to get those guys bigger and more pronounced, but we need them functional. So do your calf raises on both legs up and down. Try to get to 20. It will be an eye-opening experience. You either lose balance, your calves are screaming at you, or you will not get up high enough. Here's a really, really cute story. One of my clients really needs to work on her balance, and we started doing calf raises. Now, she can't do the calf raise standing in place. She can get up like walking just on her tippy toes. She can walk around using her calves. And first when I saw that, I was in awe. I had never seen that before. And she says, you know, as a kid, I used to love walking around like a ballerina on my tippy toes. So I've learned how to do that. And now here I can still do it. And she's 72 and but she has trouble standing in place with it. So we're working on balance with her with calf raises. But you get some ideas of how to incorporate the breath, the posture and the balance into your everyday activities. Now, if you want to start Pilates at home, I leave a link in the show notes. Pilates over 50, how to get started with Pilates at home. So there you have it. These simple but effective strategies will help you focus on your body's health and well-being over 50 and beyond. No longer are you practicing Pilates only one day a week, but every day. You can incorporate those strategies into your run, walk, bike, hike. Focus on the breath. Engage the entire body while swimming. Practice balance while hiking or standing in the grocery store. Engage your core while lifting your groceries because we're strengthening our body, not just to look good, which is great too, but to be functional, to lift our groceries or to schlep the mulch back while gardening. The possibilities are infinite. Think about what you do every day. And as I'm sitting here recording that interview, I'm sitting on my sit bones. I'm sitting tall with my crown on. I'm breathing deeply. My shoulders are relaxed, although I do have to remind myself occasionally to let them go because they creep up on me when I get really excited about something. So you see, I practice what I preach always because that is another question I get. People are, are you just teaching a lot? Do you actually do it? And the answer is a wholehearted, absolute friggin' blutely. So when practicing Pilates, you'll find better posture and alignment every day. Plus better form in your next Pilates session because you subconsciously practiced all of that. If you're just interested starting Pilates with me today, check out the Fasted and Fit Club for Pilates and fitness classes designed by me, a woman who is now 61 for women over 50. By incorporating just a few Pilates principles into daily activities, you might start to see results after just a few weeks of consistent practice, including improved balance, better posture, increased core strength, a deeper mind-body connection, 
and an overall better fitness level. We've covered a lot of ground in our special edition of the Pilates for Women in Midlife, but we're not done yet. I hope you're feeling ready to turn this practice into a lifelong habit. Now, I know as you embark on this Pilates journeys, questions will come up. That's why our next episode is all about answering common questions about Pilates. We'll cover everything, what's the best time of the day to practice, to how often I should do Pilates. So if you've got questions, make sure to tune in to our next episode. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of this limited series, Pilates for Women in Midlife, by me, Heike Yates. Are you ready to take your health journey to the next level? Then don't miss out on my free training, Three Ways to Recapture Your Health and Thrive. It even includes a few Pilates exercises for you to try out. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. If you found today's episode valuable, please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know who could benefit from it. Sharing is caring, and let's face it, we could all use a little more health and happiness in our lives, especially as we're navigating the ups and downs of midlife. For more tips of healthy living, diet, exercise, and mindset strategies, plus amazing guests, be sure to check out the Pursue Your Spark podcast for women in midlife. It's your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can easily check it out. Until next time, keep pursuing your spark and make Pilates a habit you'll never want to break. Ciao!